Welcome to Coffee Thoughts Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Brayden. I'm your host for the day or night or evening. I like to think it's evening because that's like, that'd be the best time to listen to this because you just kind of like sit there and lay there and like, you know, with a nice cup of tea or whatever and soak it in, you know, and just be all chilled out. That's what I like to imagine you're doing right now. So if you're not doing that, just pretend that you are. So I don't know. I'm just in a bit of an open mood right now and I wanted to take advantage of that and try to articulate some things that I've sometimes have a hard time articulating. And I feel like I touched on in the last episode I did when I was talking about, you know, kind of the the changes I've gone through and myself personally, like, you know, this whole world situation like has made me feel differently or start to break things down a little bit more. But I, I just kind of wanted to like dive into that a little bit more because it is something that, you know, I I don't know. This is this might be a hard one to follow for some people, but it's one that I feel like I need to kind of go through for my own, probably just for myself, actually. Like, you know, I and this might apply to some people who have like followed these or follow like you know followed the people that I reference a lot, like my my favorite you know mentors with spirituality or self growth or whatever. And there's not that many. There's only a few. But but I, I almost feel like you you know when you find the people that you that make you feel good and make you feel like your life is progressing that help you like you don't need to go and look for other people you know it's like if you I think it's always good to you know listen to perspectives from from different people but it's like when you find the ones that you really click with and you feel like they're they're you know enough to help you grow I think it's it's good to stick with that so one person for me that has has been that for me is Leo Gura from actualize.org actualize.org is essentially I mean it's a website but that's his YouTube channel and he he basically teaches he has like you know two to three to four hour videos going in depth on you know reality and spirituality and metaphysics and psychology and like just you know, stuff that I personally don't, I haven't heard anyone else ever talk about in the way that he does. And I've listened to most of the, I guess you call it, and you know, the main people on YouTube or whatever that discuss these things. I've never heard anyone, you know, talk about them in the way that Leo does. Sorry, I have to plug my phone in. Otherwise I'm going to lose the whole darn episode. So So I have been following Leo and Actualize.org for a very long time now since I don't even know when I found him. But, you know, he I've always been interested in, you know, when I say reality, I'm talking about, you know, the concept of reality. Like, what is it? You know, what is everything? You know, like what like really just like what are the mechanics of this existence? And like, what am I? What are you? What are we? What is everything? You know, and. I've always kind of like wanted to try to understand things for some reason. I don't know why. It's always kind of just like I've always felt like there's more, you know, there's more here than than what uh, what there appears to be. And I've just always had that feeling. And, you know, tapping into whatever I tap into in order to to write music and create things, it's kind of like, you know, reinforce that feeling to me because it's like I feel like in order to create things, which is pretty much what I all I care about doing. It, like I have to tap in to some other, you know, dimension in order to pull from that. And it's like it's not a dimension or it's not something I can just just logically understand or touch or smell or taste. So it's like, yeah, I mean, to me, that means there is literally more going on here than like I can physically access 
via my human body, you know, my limited human body. So I've always kind of wanted to go down that path of like just trying to understand reality. And I, and I always kind of like had a feeling like that you, that I can't, that you can't like as a human being solve reality from within reality. And what I mean when I say that is like, you can't, you know, you can't solve a puzzle from inside the puzzle. And I think that's a pretty straightforward thing, but it's like, you know, like I always kind of go to the analogy of an ant, you know, like, let's just say you're an ant, like this literally the size of an ant, you know, and you, you're placed on the earth, you know, it's like, let's just say somehow in your lifetime, you were able to walk across an entire city. Like that would be the equivalent of us, you know, traveling however far out into the universe, you know, and you know, by the time you get across the city as this ant, you're like, oh, I figured it out. Like, this is reality. This city is reality. Meanwhile, because of your physical size, you can't understand that there's a city within, you know, a group of cities within a state, within a country, you know, within a continent on the earth. Like, you can't, because of your physical size, you can't perceive that, right? So that's kind of what I have always kind of felt about being human is like even if you think that you know and I'm not, I'm not talking about just physically like I'm not talking about like our physical size although that is a factor but I'm saying like even our consciousness like let's just say we think we've discovered it all like our consciousness could still be that of an ant compared to a human right like the you know the earth or a group of other you know like just let's just say the planets or the galaxy as a whole could be you know, a sentient being just in the same way that all of our tiny cells in our body are all individual, you know, life forces or appear to be individual, but they come together to make us, which is a sentient being, but it's not like they can see that, right? Because they're just individual cells. So kind of what I'm saying is like, I've always kind of feeling like no matter how, you know, okay, maybe I haven't always had this feeling because I did, I did grow up Christian and whatever. And I believe very much kind of like literally what the Bible taught and whatever. But I, I was, you know, the more I kind of started going down this path, I was like, there's no way you can know, you know, about reality. Like there's no, there's no way you can figure it out because of that. Right. Because of those things. And also just like, how can you really know? There's nothing that's going to give you the answer. And it's like, can you really trust yourself or your own, you know, hypotheses or your own, you know, questioning or whatever? Can you really trust that stuff? Like, I don't know. So, you know, I, I don't know. I've just always been really curious about this stuff. Um, and you know meditation and and i say meditation kind of vaguely because it's not a practice i keep all the time i find like a lot of my meditation now in quotations comes from like when i'm doing something meditative you know like making something or writing a song or recording a song or mixing a song like those things to me now are meditative like they put me kind of in the same open space that meditation does not in the same way because meditation if you you know you can use for visualization or you can use for certain things but i'm just kind of like when i say meditation is what i was interested in i'm just talking about like you know the, the realm of spirituality and the realm of like there's more to this reality right and that's kind of what i say when i mean those or mean when i say those things so anyway before i lose track here i you know i i got pretty heavily into leo's teachings and you know it's 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 one of those things where you know it, it's kind of like, you know, Christians or any any kind of religion, you know, people that follow a certain doctrine. It's kind of just being like, well, you know, be careful when you're only listening to one perspective and listening to one thing and choosing to just believe that thing because that can be pretty misleading and you're missing out on 
other possible perspectives. So when I say like I followed Leo, I'm not saying like I only strictly follow and listen to what Leo says. He just what he says and talks about in his videos, which I would highly recommend. If you're ready to jump off a cliff that you can never climb back onto, I would heavily recommend his channel. I'm just saying like his stuff made the most sense and it felt and it resonated the most with me. Like it felt like, okay, this actually like is making some like sense, the stuff that he's saying. So I kind of like, you know, I didn't realize how much that stuff would change my life and change how I see reality. And it's not something that I've ever, like I've talked about with certain people I'm really close with, but it's not like, it's not an easy thing to explain um, how it's changed my entire life you know, uh, and like my entire perception of reality, not in all good ways either, but I just, I, for some reason wanted to talk about it tonight because I thought it might be kind of interesting to some people. Um, but I, I remember distinctly, and I think I made an episode about this when I like, I remember the night or right after I, I watched his one video, it's called reality is a strange loop. And he discussed this idea of a strange loop, which I'm still not very good at explaining. But it's kind of essentially like if you think of the idea that, let me try to explain this. You know, uh, let's just say there's something inside a box, right? So in order for there to be a box, there has to be something that's outside of the box. So let's just say it's a room. So you can stand in a room and say, okay, there's a box on the floor and I know there's a box because it's, you know, it's, it's a cardboard thing that is happening or is existing inside of another space. So I'm able to look at it as a separate object and say, okay, that's a box. And there maybe there's something inside of it or whatever. But then it's like, okay, in order for there to be a box, there has to be a space around the box so you can know it's a box, right? Does that make sense so far? Because if there wasn't, you wouldn't be able to know it's a box. It would just look like one thing. If it was merged with its background or, or the background was taken away and there was only one object in the entire universe, then it would look like nothing. In order for an object to be an object, there has to be something else to contrast it with. So I just kind of look at it like there's got to be an object and a background all the time in reality. That's how it is. So if, you know, in order for you to know it's a box, you have to know that there's a room around it. Okay. And how do you know that it's a room? Well, because the room is in a house. So the, the room is constrained inside a house and the box is constrained inside a room. And in order for you to know it's a house, you know, it's on a plot of land. And in order for you to know there's a plot of land there, there's a sky and there's an earth and there's space around the earth. And then there's blah, blah, blah. Like you can literally go forever. And the, and the problem with this is that it never stops. It, it can never stop because in order, and this is kind of the hard part to explain, but it's like in order for, for there to be <laughs> like finity, which means like finite, which means like, you know, beginning and end A to B, in order for there to be that, there has to be infinity. Because in order for there to be a start, like just, just like pretend you're looking at it from like, like a line on a piece of paper and like the left side of the line is the start and the right side of the line is the, is the end. Like draw like a straight line, across the paper and then like a vertical line down each side to signify like the start and the end in order for there to be a start right there there's space before the start like physically on the paper but just imagine it being a concept like before a start of something there is a space before the start in order for you to be like yeah that's the start you have to know 
you know, where the start takes place. And for there to be an end, it's the same thing. If you say, if there's an end to something, there has to be some limitation outside of the end in order for you to be like, that's the end, right? So there are these limitations around everything and everything in order to be limited has to be limited by something else, right? It's, it's, it's a hard thing to wrap your head around. But I remember listening to, the, to this episode and just like, it broke it broke something in me that like once i once i like really sat and understood and thought about this concept because the way he framed it was like how that means there's only one thing and that there's only one consciousness and there's only one like the universe is truly one thing and you can't look at it like oh but like there's a cup and there's a you know a coffee maker and there's a plate like you can't it's not like one physical thing, but it is out at the same time because it's like, you know, for, for the universe to be inside of something or to be like a separate thing, it would have to be limited by like a further universe or something outside the universe, right? Which in turn would have to be limited by something else and so on and so on and so on, literally never ending. So in a way it's like, Infinity is kind of the same as finity in a weird way because you have to have, like, to have finity, to have duality, you have to have infinity. And it's, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to wrap your head around, but, like, I would heavily recommend go watch his episode, Reality is a Strange Loop. But this is kind of what I want to talk about. It's like once I started to really think about that, like, I, I re- like it really, you know, Anytime I see people I know, and this kind of goes into something called solipsism, which is like a, I guess you call like a view, you know, a philosophical view or mindset. Solipsism is basically the belief that everything is one thing and you are entirely alone in the universe. It's slightly different than that, but that's kind of like where I started to go. So essentially it's like, you know, when I, when I look at somebody I love now or somebody I know, I I automatically know and remember that this person is not actually separate from me because they can't be because of everything I just talked about, because there's no possible way for it, for this universe to be truly, you know, dual, truly two separate things or more than one thing, even if it appears to be. So I started to really think about this and realize, you know, along with like other ideas that I was kind of absorbing from his teachings and some other people and my own kind of like just, you know, questionings and pondering and whatever that, you know, I started to think like, man, like everything that I've ever experienced and anyone that I know, everyone that I've seen, everyone that I've come in contact with every experience I've had it's like man it's only happened via my perception like it's only it's you know if I ask somebody about an experience that I had and they tell me that person that conversation of me asking them about that experience is an experience that I'm having like you really have to kind of like like it takes a while to kind of wrap your mind around what I'm saying here but it's essentially like it's really easy to understand when you compare it to like when you have a dream at night, you know, it's, it's, if you have a dream at night and let's just say you have a simple dream where you're in the living room talking to like a couple of your friends and then you just have a normal conversation, right? And they say something funny and you laugh and then you wake up and you, you're like, wow, that's weird. I just had a dream that I was talking to my friends and, and you remember something they said that made you laugh. The thing about that is that 
you technically generated their entire personality you know everything they said their own independent thing that they thought would be funny that they said to you like you generated that in your consciousness and you created that scene that you then experienced from your perspective in your dream right so i think that's kind of an easy way to understand it it's like you probably wouldn't argue that like you wouldn't say no my friend was actually there in my dream you would probably agree like yeah i dreamt that i created that you know but, the, but you, like, generated an entire personality that appeared to be different than you, in, even in your dream. So I started to really think, like, like how is this reality any different than that, you know? And, and you can easily say, well, it's like, well, it feels real. And it's like, well, it's not a dream. But it's like, the thing is, is, like, you start to, you know, you say those things and we just kind of forget about it. And it's like, ah, yeah, you know, whatever. And that's kind of, like, the weird, the weird, like, calibration thing. It's like when you start to, like veer off a little bit and talk about these things and think about these things like something usually happens that will bring you back to like calibrate it to just like forget about those things when really it's like you shouldn't like we should not forget about this like we should talking about this stuff shouldn't be like that's this should be like our main focus you know but it's like at the same time and i'll get to this later i don't you know i i don't know necessarily know if it matters that much anymore whether or not it's real because I spent a lot of time worrying about that and now I'm kind of at the point where it's like well if it feels real maybe that's the point okay so kind of so anyway this is this is the kind of stuff that I started to think about and uh you know the more I've thought about it and the more I've like you know because the problem is it's like no matter what happens like even like I've had a conversation with somebody been like man this this idea is like I can't stop thinking about it and they tell me like just don't you know you don't know that like don't think about it blah blah blah. you know it's like it's okay it's you know things are real but it's like but how do i know that you're even real and i'm not just asking like a deeper part of myself this question you know like if the universe is just one thing then really you're me and i'm you and it's all one and it's like i've never experienced reality through any perspective except this one right here you know so it's like technically you are just a part of my perception you're not a real independent thing and i know that because i haven't experienced reality through your perception or anything else's so it's like reality has never been observed through a third person perspective you know it's like in a game you know when you're playing a third person game or a first person game it's like a third person game is like you're you're kind of just the camera you know that's like watching everything happen and a first person game is obviously when you're the person or the the character right and it's like you don't experience reality through the consciousness of like a third person you can't you can't experience it through the perspective of a rock or another human or an animal you know you can only experience it first person like you have to be a character in order to even experience that at all so you kind of get what i'm saying here it's like you how do you trust that because like how do you trust your own perception or you know it's so i just really started thinking about this stuff man and it like honestly sent me into like a pretty pretty messed up place for quite a while and i you know and i i've talked about this like i've done psychedelics a couple times like i the only thing i've ever taken has been psilocybin mushrooms which i personally believe are an incredible tool that was placed here in order to help people and it sucks because you know that along with marijuana which i don't you know i feel like marijuana personally it's like it's not something i enjoy at all and i think i think it gets abused a lot but i think with psilocybin specifically it's like 
if you if you use it correctly like you don't just like take a bunch of mushrooms and go to a party like that's i mean you can you'll probably have some you know spiritual experience that will help you grow in some way but i'm saying like if you really like you know listen to to what it tells you and you know it it will teach you things you know And, and i feel like it's it taps you into some kind of you know, deeper connection with, with what you truly are. And I've taken, you know, I, I've, I've done a couple of trips and I honestly, I don't know if I'll ever do it again because, and I've made an entire episode about this and it's not something I'm ashamed to talk about anymore. It was so long ago, but I had a, you know, an absolute nightmare of a, of a trip and it, it like ripped me apart inside. And it was like right around when I was starting to really think about all these ideas and it, it like ripped me apart. Like it seriously messed me up like really badly for quite a while. Um, and it to this day, you know, it's still it's completely changed me, and but I've I've let it be like a peaceful thing now. It really solidified that idea, though, that everything is like you know, it kind of like in a weird way confirmed what I was feeling, because it showed me that you know whatever I wanted to see or whatever I was projecting is what would get reflected back at me, like instantaneously. I was experiencing that, and it just showed me in a weird way, like yeah, you know, that's how reality works. It's like what you project out is is going to come back to you because it's it's just you it's just you you know so it it really like tore the ground it it ripped like the last fiber of carpet out from under my feet like i had i had nothing else to cling on to and be like yeah this is real you know it it kind of sent me into this place of just like shot me out into space and i've just been floating there ever since and there's no going back because i know that the ground that i try to stand on is just made up and it's not real and it's just me you know and it's it's kind of hard to explain this, but it's literally like, man, I've jumped off a cliff that I can't ever climb back onto. And no matter what happens, I can always go back to this question of, well, did I really figure out the puzzle? Because I'm inside the puzzle and the puzzle is just me. No matter what happens or what, you know, I may, even if I believe a 90 million time, 99%, sorry, 99 million percent whatever, I guess that would be the same as 99%. Like with certainty, like this is it. Even if I believed it a thousand percent, I still know it's like, I could know nothing. I could just be the ants, you know? Um, but anyway, kind of my point is that like, you know, this stuff can actually like change you and it's, it's, it can be dangerous. Like it's, it's definitely like been there's been moments where it's it's been like man like it's really felt like stuff had no point because of this because of specifically this you know specifically like having this realization that i like everything is one and nothing is separate and nothing will ever be separate again except in the brief moments where it feels like you're you're back in the movie you know it's it's literally just like being the theater and watching a movie and telling yourself every two seconds that you're watching a movie it's like you can't really be absorbed in in the movie anymore you know, but something will happen that's interesting in the movie where your attention will get directed back and you'll forget that you're watching a movie. And that's kind of what it's been like for, for me since I've started to really think about this stuff and like absorb these ideas and taking them as truth. And like it's beyond my control. I can't unsee that now. I can't un- understand that now or unfeel those things. Um, you know, and it's been it's actually been kind of like hard. Like I've wanted I've wanted to to swim out of that ocean you know like i've actually been like i wish i had never gone down that path because idea an idea or like an awakening or epiphany whatever you want like it can change your entire life experience and that's what's happened to me and 
you know, I've really had to work on coming to coming to terms with that possibility because I do still accept that, like, yeah, even me, everything I just said could be completely wrong because I don't know, and I, I can never know. So I've I've kind of had to like just tell myself like it's okay. Like even if that is the case, it's okay because what matters is that things feel real. Like that's all you can really go by. And I and I you know there's also you know another idea that I feel like makes sense to me that you know because of everything I just said, you know, it, I believe everything is one. And by that I mean like it's literally as simple as imagining like an infinite ocean. And by infinite, I just mean like goes on forever. Like it's not just like an ocean within like a, you know, a piece of land, a couple pieces of land or like on an earth. I'm saying like, just like imagine like everything is water. You know, for a moment, like these little raindrops form, you know, that fall from the sky and they, you know, they fall for like, you know, 60 years or whatever. And from the time that they're in the sky, you know, going down to the ocean, they, they see like these things along the way. They see like other raindrops and they see the clouds and they see like some birds and they see these things. They start to like develop like the sense of like, oh, what is this? This, you know, what is this world around me? And they kind of start to, you know, they, the raindrops introduce themselves to the other ones. Hey, like my name is Joe, whatever. You know, and, and then suddenly, boom, they fall back into this ocean. They all fall, all their friends and all the raindrop family, and they all fall back into this ocean. And then it's like, where are they? You know, were they, were they, they were there, and they're still this, they're still made of the same thing, but it's like they're not separate anymore, you know, but they're still there. And then they always were the same thing. But there was just this little interval where, they, they were taking a different form and that's that's like kind of like what I think and what I feel and believe to be true about the kind of reality and consciousness again I am accepting full well I could like I could be so wrong but that makes the most sense and resonates the most is that like when when we when our physical when we physically die like I I just feel like you know because you can like if you close your eyes right now you can have an awareness like let's just try to like put your awareness like you know 10 feet in front of you like you can do that you know you can like become the coffee maker i'm just looking at a coffee maker right now like i can like i can pretend that i'm looking at myself from that coffee maker like i can you know physically reach my awareness other than just my body so i feel like i am that like i feel like that's truly what you are is like just pure consciousness pure awareness and you know these physical bodies are just these like constraints that we purpose you know and I say we as in universe, God, reality, the one thing, you know, technically I'm just kind of telling this to myself right now. What I think makes sense, and this is something else that Leo's talked about quite a bit, and I, and not just him, like I know, you know, some other people that I listen to have talked about this idea, but it's like, if you were infinite, you know, if you were just one infinite being and or just plain consciousness, infinite consciousness itself, you know, you you literally couldn't experience duality. Like you could not experience pain or love, you know, or or hurt or like happiness or money or you know like food or sex or anything. Like you couldn't experience those things because you are all of those things by being infinite, by being one, right? So when you're in that form, you can't experience duality. So I feel like it, like at least for me, like personally, if I could design this. 
I would probably be like, I want to experience those things. Like I want to know what it's like to experience love and pain and creation and like, you know, food and pizza and like movies. So you'd have to design a capsule in order for you to experience those things. And like, this is that capsule. It's like you, you build this ultimate video game where like you put on a suit and like, you know, this little like weird meat suit that you control with your thoughts. Like you literally control your body with your mind. Like, and whatever you think your mind is, it doesn't matter. But like when you, like when, when you want to lift your arm up, you don't like, it's not, you don't have to do anything other than just think, yeah, I want to lift my arm up or I want to walk or I want to sing or I want to cry or whatever. Like you don't have to do anything other than just like will it to happen. So, and that's another thing to, to keep in mind as well. But you know, I think it's just like, that's what you would do. It's like, you would create this like vessel for your consciousness, like a little piece of your consciousness to pretend to be its own separate thing for a little bit so that I could be born into this world as a baby and experience what it's like to, to have parents and to have, you know, go to school, to eat food, you know, to fall in love, to have my heart broken, to, you know, work work and and figure out what I want to do and the the reason that it's so engaging and I feel like the only way you can make it so engaging is by you know convincing yourself that you're going to die right it's like we have this concept of death like it's this finite end and that's what makes life so engaging is that like yeah the stakes are high man like I got to get this done otherwise because I'm going to die it's like I got to experience all this I got like I got to I got to go I got to do this you know because we we're convinced that, that we're going to die. And I'm not saying death doesn't exist relative to, you know, to our human form. Like when somebody dies, like it hurts, like you do feel that. But I just, I don't think it's real in the way that we probably think it is. I don't, because I just feel like it's like the raindrops, man. It's like you see your friend raindrop fall into the ocean before you do. It's like, you're going to be sad because you can't talk to him anymore. But then it's like, as soon as you get there, you are him, you know, you are that friend. Like you, you were never separate. You know, you just forgot that you you were, you know, that you were the, the the entire ocean the whole time. And and you know, one thing that I love about Alan Watts's teachings, who is one of my favorite philosophers and teachers as well, is his idea of you know the on and off intervals of life and death. It's like you know, it kind of a simple way to understand is like if you turn like let's just say you turn a light off, you know, turn a light switch off. You know, it doesn't suddenly disappear. Like the light switch doesn't disappear. The entire universe doesn't disappear. It's like it just—it's just not on. You know, but that doesn't mean the on stops existing. Just like you know, when it's on, it's not like the—it's not like you can never turn it off. It's like the off still exists. It's not like the, you know. But we always think like if we're not alive, everything's gone. You know, like its existence ceases. But it's like at one point you were already dead. Like before you were conscious and alive in this form, you were already not alive, right? So you have to remember like you already were at like an interval of off. And just because you're at that interval, it doesn't mean the on doesn't exist because obviously it does because you're experiencing it right now. Like you have to kind of think about things from different perspectives, you know? So I don't know. Again, this is all just me talking and I could be completely, I could, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but these, these things make sense to me and are the way that I view reality every second of every day. Like it affects how I do things. It affects how I, like, man, that's why it's like, it's so, it's so hard for me now in a lot of situations to sit there and have a conversation with somebody because the whole time I'm just, I'm thinking of these things like, man, like, holy, like this is, 
this is not real. Like I, you're just a part of me, but like you feel so real. So I have to engage and like what I say to you will affect what happens to me. And like, I'm thinking about all these things at once, you know, and it just makes me really anxious because like, I'm like hyper aware of everything. And like, I'm seeing myself from a third person and like what I must look like. Cause I look, you know, depending on how somebody sees you, you will like physically look different to them. And like, everybody has a different idea of you. Like you're not just one person, like you're a different person to literally everybody, you know? So it's like, I'm thinking about all these things at the same time. And you know, it's like, I'm always kind of going meta, you know, I'm going into the third person all the time. And, and it's like when I'm, you know, uh, like uh, what happened today when, when I was on the train today or something <clears throat> I was just thinking like everybody's on their phone sitting on the, the train it's like you you know you would say that like yeah we're we're on the train you know we're we're sitting on our phones and you know got some food and we're going going wherever but it's like no that's not what's happening it's like people are 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 gathered in this space wearing these weird things that we've made out of other materials that we just accept as like pants and socks and shirts like but like really look at these things and think about how weird they are like we're wearing those and we're sitting on this like machine that's not even a machine it's just literally pieces of other things that have been you know gathered and put together that to look like a train but it's really not it's really not a train it's really just like a bunch of stuff and like metals and particles that have been molded into to look a certain way you know, everybody's on their phones, which are just these weird devices that we, you know, that people made that like are just a bunch of, you know, wires and wireless signals and just like a whole bunch of things that were put together. And, you know, people are eating food, which was which were like living creatures that were destroyed and killed like literally the same as like, you know, a caveman going to hunt, you know, a tiger or whatever caveman ate. It's like the same, but just in a different way. And then packaged and branded to look like it's this like nice thing. It's like, like I'm breaking down reality like that constantly. So it never feels like, oh, I'm just on a train eating food or, you know, sitting there on my phone. I can't, I, I don't see anything like that anymore. And that's kind of what I'm saying is like, I kind of sometimes wish I hadn't jumped off that bridge because it was nice to just, just, be in the movie and enjoy it, you know? So I kind of hope, I really do hope this has made sense because I just, I really needed to try to explain that because it's like, man, it's taken me a long time to come to, uh, to peace with that. And, you know, again, I'm sure I have lots of growing to do. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong and that's okay. And I'm really just trying to like come to, come to terms with and be at peace with the fact that that, that may be possible, that nothing's real and, uh, you know, that everything is just one. And it's kind of it kind of sucks because like if I said if I just said yeah nothing's real it's like man as you see the stuff that Jim Carrey was saying it's like it's this this is what Jim Carrey was talking about and everyone's like oh well he's just crazy it's like no Jim Carrey like understands things more than most people do and it sucks because you see sometimes people will say this kind of stuff and people you know still think it's crazy but I feel like that's kind of like to me at least in this point in time is like the point it's like. It's like the battle of like it, it keeps you calibrated into the movie when you can't just talk about this stuff really like widespread. It's like when when there's so much when the odds are so against you and like so like you know eighty five percent of reality is like at least in the Western world I don't know what it's like to live elsewhere but like it's like surface reality stuff constantly that you're bombarded with. It's like 
you know, obviously you're eventually seems like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably stupid. And then just like go on with your human day. Right. But it's like, that's kind of part of the game is like, can you, can you like escape that? Can you, can you truly develop like a, like a, an awareness that transcends whatever happens? And I feel like I'm like, I've started to do that like quite a bit, you know? Like I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't have the answers, but like I, my 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 perception has changed drastically from when I was younger, and it's since I've you know went down this hole of of pondering these things, and it's crazy how much an idea, like if you ask the right questions, it can actually change everything. It changes how you physically experience reality, you know. Um, so I'm I'm just kind of saying like you know, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I if I would recommend like. I mean, I, I'm saying like, you know, go watch those videos and stuff if you want to. But like, I, I don't I don't know if you have to. I don't know if it matters. You know, I'm kind of at the point now where like, I don't know if I if I even really would want to truly know the mechanics of reality or, you know, even if what I said was right. I wouldn't want to. I don't know if I'd want to know because it kind of ruins the experience a little bit, you know, and I've kind of kind of come to kind of kind of come to the point where I'm like, maybe the point of it is just to experience Maybe that's literally the point. I feel like that probably is the point. It's like it, the whole point of being human and in a limited form is to experience whatever that may come as. You know, if you have a good one or a bad one, it's really all the same. It's, you know, good or bad is relative to what you project onto an experience. You know, it's like a good thing for somebody could be a bad thing for someone else. So it's not the thing that is bad. It's how, you know, it's how you perceive it. So I feel like everything is just an experience. You know, you are nothing but an experience. There's nothing having an experience. Like you're not you're not a thing that's having an experience, and the reason that I can say that is because you are within your own experience. Like you know, uh, like a camera is not in the movie. You know, a camera is a, a solid object that is having, or you know, recording a movie. Or or it, the camera isn't in the movie. It can't be because it's a finite object within you know, whatever. Uh, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought on that, but like it's it's a finite object that that transcends the film itself. Like it's not it it's not it, it's not within the world of the film, right? It's it's outside of the world of the film. So, but the fit like the problem with you is that like you are inside your own experience, you know. So it doesn't even make sense. So to me, that means like you're not like there's not you're not something having an experience. You know, you are an experience. Like literally, that's all that's all you are. Just a combination of like thoughts and words and movements and like that's it. It's just an experience. And it's like weirdly comforting in a weird deep way. It's very saddening a little bit. Like it's it's kind of like part of why this was so hard is because it's like it is like ultimate loneliness. It's like no matter who I talk to, I just know you're just me, you know, in a deeper way that I can't explain or understand. Like you're me. I'm talking to myself right now. I'm experiencing myself right now, you know? I'm eating myself right now. Like in a in a deeper way, it's like these are all just little raindrops. Everything that appears to be separate in this reality is a raindrop. So I'm just interacting with myself, and I feel like that's what you would do if you were God, if you were an infinite being. That's what you would probably do because you'd probably be bored. You'd be like, yeah, I want to do that. I'm gonna do it over and over and over again in different forms and have have fun and like hide and seek with myself and like experience every possible possibility that I can possibly experience, and then finally be happy and go back to sleep for a bit. You know. It makes sense. That's what I would do, probably. And, you know, I feel like in order to be... Like, if I can say that, it's not like the thing that that is beyond me. And the reason I think there is something beyond me 
and I say that as in like beyond my understanding is because I don't understand the bigger picture. If I did truly understand reality, then maybe I wouldn't think that, but I don't. So that like, I have to assume that there's a greater consciousness. Like there's the same as like, you know, an apple coming from an apple seed. Like the apple seed has to contain the intelligence of the apple. Like the, the, the apple seed has to be as intelligent as, and more intelligent than the apple that it produces. Right. So I'm, what I think is like, there is a, a consciousness or a level of consciousness that transcends human consciousness. So it would have to at least be as smart as, as us. So it could also say, that's what I would want to do. I, I would want to design this world, but maybe it can do that with zero limitations because it is God and it is infinite. Does that make any sense? Like to design a human, you'd have to be smarter than a human and more conscious than a human. So, ah, all right, that's probably it. I think I've pretty much said all I can say. I'm just saying like, be careful when you go down this hole. Cause if you really go down it and like stick with it, it can definitely alter everything. Not in a good way necessarily sometimes, but also it's like, you know, it's enriched my experience of reality and it makes me more like aware if that's something that you want, you know, it helps me in a lot of ways because I'm able to detach from situations fairly easily. And obviously it depends like, you know, as a human being, I still have my, like my triggers and my like ego stuff that like, if something pokes a certain nerve, like I just completely detach from all any of this, what I just said, I get sucked completely into human mode and like get upset and like, you know, or like make decisions through emotion or whatever. Like, you know, that's part of being a human. You can't ever really get away from that fully, which I think is, is fine. That's part of the point, but I'm just saying like, you know, majority of the time because of the stuff that I've like thought about and absorbed, it's really shifted everything and how I see things. So I just wanted to share that a little bit with you. Um, you know, cause I'm a really quiet person, you know, and I feel like I don't, it's like, I would love to talk about this stuff more cause it is a big part of who I am. And I say who I am as in like, you know, this identity, Brayden, you know, being a human, whatever, like it's a part of it. It's a big part of that. And it's not something that I can openly share with people. Like, I don't think people real. And I'm not saying that just to say like, oh, I'm like special or whatever, but like people don't realize like the depth that I have as far as like the awareness and the things that I think about. And the reason is, is because I sometimes are just so hard to talk about. Like they're so hard to word and articulate, but also sometimes I just kind of at the point where it's like, I don't even like you know, say less, say less, you know, say less. Like just, I don't, I don't, I don't care to explain these things. I don't need to, you know, I, I'm just going to like, just kind of do my thing. And if somebody wants to engage with that, I will, but I'm kind of over like having to like, I don't know, show off and or, or, or like try to get someone to understand me. Like, I, I just don't care that much anymore. So I'm very quiet. And I, I say something when I feel like I need to, or I feel like it's going to add, but I don't know. I just kind of, it's frustrating sometimes though because I want to like I want to open up and that's why I love making these podcasts because like I'm able to open up and like because everybody want you, you know you want to, you want people to know who you are and, and you want to share that with the world and sometimes it's hard and like I find it hard too that's why I write music like, that's literally why I started writing music in high school is because like I didn't know how to share like share who I was at all like I and I still struggle with it in just normal conversations so that's why I write music is so I can share that with people in a way that like I'm comfortable with and they can understand. And that's partially why I love making podcasts because for those people who listen, they kind of get to like know, you know, a bit more about me. And I, it's nice. You know, I like learning more about people too. So 
Anyway, all right, that's it. That's for real. This is a nice long one. So I hope you enjoyed that uh, and made some sense. I'm kind of starting to just like get back a little bit into some more self-growth stuff. I mean, I, n- I never really taper away from it. Like I'm always watching some stuff, but I feel like lately I've really kind of been heavily like diving back into it just because I, I like to, you know, and uh, it kind of comes in waves. Like sometimes I'm very far from it. Sometimes I'm I'm close to it, but I feel like fall is always the season where I kind of start to feel more like inner you know internal and like inspired and like just motivated to like try to do better and stuff so yeah anyway that's it thank you so much for listening new music is coming soon tour dates you know i I say coming soon a lot but it's like sometimes i literally am just waiting on people like i'm waiting on other you know producers or my booking agents or just other artists to like tell me things so i just i'll tell you details when i know them obviously um and uh yeah Anyway, thank you. New, uh, the new Stay Cozy line is done, actually, and it's going to be coming soon. I'm really excited about these pieces, so I hope you guys like them. And, yeah, all right, that's it. I love you guys. Peace out and stay cozy.